the times I've suppressed myself was when I was not being all of myself. When I didn't know who I was. See, when you don't know who you are, it's hard for you to, to maximize self. Right. You can maximize the wrong thing. You can maximize something that's not you. But when you know who you are, and you're not operating who you are, that is more painful than anything. I truly believe everyone, we know the answers. We all know the answers. Deep down, we know the answers. Deep down, we know the answers, know the answers bro. <laughs> I agree deep, with that. Deep down, bro, we know the answers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know the challenge? We don't ask ourselves smart questions. We don't ask ourselves smart and real questions. If you made something like this, make it better than you made. Because in five years' time, we'll, we might have to leave here or expand this, which will most likely expand it. But, you know. No, most likely. No, Come on, be intentional. No, we will expand it. Say it one more time, bro. We will expand it. Say it one more time, bro. We will expand it. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to another another exciting episode of the Hour of Change podcast. And as y'all know, um, this show is predicated around entrepreneurship and personal development. And, you know, within every show, you guys know that you never think the same, you never move the same, you never work the same. Because within this hour, your life will never be the same because the amount of information, the transparency, the conversation we have will help you become the best version of yourself. And today is no different. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this conversation because I really watched this guy really build something from the ground up. And not, really, not, not only the business portion of it, but also his self. Like seeing him from Lone Star days to now is like, like, That's crazy. like the transformation is just so beautiful to see. So, Tunde, what's going on, my man? Hey, man, bless. Bless. Thankful. Thankful. Uh, it's a huge privilege to be here. So, yes, sir. Really appreciate it, man. Yes, thanks sir. for thanks for for the introduction, bro. Most definitely, bro. I had to. I had yeah, to. yeah. I, I appreciate to. that. So, appreciate you have a well. Before I get into that, okay. let's say, let's say you will go to a networking event, right? Yes. And you have the opportunity to speak. Yes. And you walk up on stage. Yes. They hand you the microphone. Yeah. How do you introduce yourself and tell people what it is that you do? What do you say? In the simplest way possible, I'll say, my name is Baba Tunde. What I do is I focus on transformation of mind and body through fitness. And above all, above everything else, we make sure you have fun doing it. So, transformation through mind and body through fitness. Transformation of the mind and body through fitness. Through fitness. And have fun while doing it. Have fun while doing it. Have fun. I, I love it's it. not fun when I'm doing it. Right. <laughs> it's not fun. Why, why, are we even, why, are we, why are we engaging it? Hey, but, 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 you know, I, a lot of people find fitness as something that's hard to do and not fun. Right. So how do, you, how do you add the fun element to it? Okay, so the way I think about it is this. Everybody in life, this is, this is my belief. I feel everyone, the deepest part of who we are, is we want to be able to freely express ourselves. If you can give people room to freely express themselves, even though it's painful, even though it's challenging, as long as you can freely express yourself, it allows you to just be yourself. And for us, that's what we've been able to create. When you come here, everyone that works here is just themselves. We give people permission to just be yourself. 
because you see me, I'm I'm screaming at you one moment, and the next moment I'm dancing. Like this guy's crazy, <laughs> you know. But it's contagious because they see like, yo, I'm in my element. I'm right. having a great time. It gives them room to feel like, yo, I can be myself. You want to scream? I tell them scream. Right. You know, you're in pain. Great. You know, but it's never a. Oh, you're just in pain. I'm feeling sad. No, it's not like oh, you cannot scream. You cannot. No, be all of yourself. You be should. You should yourself. not. You know, suppress. You know yourself. You should maximize yourself. Good, bad. You should maximize them. You should maximize them. Be one with who you are as a being. And I and I truly feel you know if you can help people have fun, while they go through something that's challenging, that's painful. And they get to experience higher quality of life. At the end of the day, you know they can find meaning to it. That's fun. That's amazing. You just said something that I want to touch on. You said don't suppress yeah. yourself. Yeah. Why do you think people do that? Why do you think people go through life suppressing who they truly are? Like, what is that about? I mean, that's huge. And I'll say, and the way I'll explain this would be. From my own experience right because at the end of the day that's where i can i can truly speak from the times i've suppressed myself was when i was not being all of myself when i didn't know who i was see when you don't know who you are it's hard for you to to maximize self right you can maximize the wrong thing you can maximize something that's not you but when you know who you are and you're not operating who you are that is more painful than anything. So for me, there were times in my life whereby, you know, mentally I wasn't at my best. Physically, I was decent. Spiritually, I wasn't at my best. So there were just parts of the higher part of me that I could just never activate because mentally, shy, timid, not confident, doing things, had negative, negative patterns of thinking, you know, the types of friends, the people that engaged the things that I watched, the type of content that I consumed, like all these things suppressed who I am. I was operating based on what my family told me, what I what society told me, what the culture said, this is what you have to do. Right. When you're operating those and you do these types of things on a daily basis, this thing suppress you because you're not engaging in the true alignment of what you're designed to do. So when you start to operate in what's alignment and true to you as a human being, you gradually start to maximize yourself. You start to really, there's like it's so hard for you to suppress yourself when you're in alignment with what you're designed to do. But imagine you're working in a job you don't like, for example, right? Now you have to be in a certain way, you have to act a certain way, you're suppressing yourself. You can't fully be all of you, that's suppression. You know, you're, you're in a relationship where you cannot be yourself. You Like both of you don't truly love each other. That's suppression. And that's actually self-abuse. You're self-abusing yourself because I truly believe that every single one, we're, we're destined and we're created to be phenomenal. And I feel, I truly believe it's our duty as human beings to figure that out. And that's the part of maximizing yourself. It's the figuring out. It's the consistent challenge overcome the challenge, you know, go through struggles and pain, overcome that, you go to a whole different level. Right. And, and I think about it, I was thinking about it today, it's like a game. You know, back when I was much younger, I used to, I used to play this game, Prince of Persia. Prince of Persia, I think that's how you could say it, right? So with this game, it's an adventure game, right? 
So when you start up the game, you don't have so much powers, right? You don't have a lot. You only have few ammunitions. You don't really have, you know, very big swords, right? You only have a small sword. You only have few diaries. You don't have a lot of diaries. You don't have a lot of ammunitions. As you go up in level, you have to overcome certain challenges. As you overcome that challenge, it opens you to a new level, right? And when it opens you to a new level, now you have this new ammunition. Now, the new level is more challenging, but you have more ammunition right. to attack that level that you yeah, just got to. You know, and, and you keep going up in levels like that. You conquer this phase of your life, you conquer it. Now, when you go even higher, it's still challenging. The challenge is only increasing, but you're more equipped. But now the challenge with a lot of people, and I heard this from Pat, Pat uh, David. David, yeah. yeah. You know, the challenge with a lot of people is people stop in a certain level, and that's the level they stay in. That's the suppression. That is suppression. You, you, you just broke that down so beautiful, and I want to progress in this conversation, but you just keep saying stuff that I have to, <laughs> I have to stop and, and ask you yeah. about it. Uh, you said that, in a nutshell, you said that you can't be your maximum self unless you know who you are. Yes. How do people find out who they are? Great question. First, I truly believe, I truly believe everyone, we know the answers. We all know the Deep answers. Deep down, we know the answers. Deep down, we know the answers, know the answers bro. <laughs> I agree deep, with that. Deep down, bro, we know the answers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but you know the challenge? We don't ask ourselves smart questions. We don't ask ourselves smart and real questions. And when you don't ask yourself questions that, that provokes a real answer, there's no how you're going to get an answer to this thing. You're just going to find yourself doing anything, being such as everybody else. Look, bro. This is the thing that transformed my life. This is one of the things that I did that started to transform my life was I started to, instead of studying the whole world, which I did that for a huge part of my life, observing the world and studying the world, but at some point I took a pause and I tried to study myself. Tunde, what do you enjoy doing? Among everything that you get yourself involved in, what is the thing that it's just beautiful when you do it. You just feel great. It's it's timeless. You can do this for hours, right? And you don't feel like you're working. You're just in a you're just in a different space. So for me, I start to ask myself these questions: Can you do this for hours? Can you do this for a long time? You know, if you were to do this for the rest of your life, can you do? Can you live the rest of your life doing this? A question that even helped me even get to the T of this is. Okay, what you're doing right now, if you only had 10 days on earth to do it, would you be happy doing it? If you're not happy doing the same thing that you're doing right now, you should not be doing it. If you only have 10 days, this is it. In 10 days, are you going to be happy doing the thing that you're doing right now? And if not, what is the thing that you'll be happy doing? And go do that. Go do that, man. Just going. Why waste time? Why be? Why BS around? I'm sorry for cursing, but why? Why waste your time in doing all different stuff to fill up time to say I have this job. I'm an engineer. I'm a doctor. I'm a this one. All along, you are an artist. All along, you are guitar player. All along, you're a violinist. But because maybe society doesn't really accept, because your family doesn't really accept, so now you took the identity of the society. 
mm-hmm. not the true identity of yourself. So one of the things I started to do was I decided to ask myself a lot of questions. Okay, what would be the result if you did this? I'll be happy. I'll be fulfilled. I would enjoy doing it. I'll be able to be all of myself. That is more important to me than anything else. I agree. And I was okay sucking at stuff. This is very important. This is very important. This is very important. I was fine sucking at a lot of things. Pause. <laughs> that man said, pause. Hold on. Hold on. I love it. I love it. I love it. He said, man, come on, you gotta slow down. You gotta slow down. I like that. I like that. Yeah. No, for real, though. No, for real. I agree. It's really, man. I think that's that's what keep people handicapped, not wanting to. Everyone want to be an expert. They got to go through that phase of, yeah, you suck at this, bro. You suck at this. Like, bro, you're going to have to work. But over time, step by step, it's going to grow. It's going to grow. You get better and better and better. Like, bro, man, I mean, I, I, I truly believe this part is the part that a lot of people don't get. But if you can get this part and you actually go for the suck, the things that you're not good at, the things that, you know, it doesn't it it comes easy to you but because you've not practiced it so much you suck at it right practice that <clears throat> you know bro before you know today you guys see me recording I'm comfortable I'm doing so many different things in front of the camera today but what people do not know is bro before I used to be very shy I used to be scared of the camera like bro I'll shake I'll shiver I'll lose the things I'm trying to say like this is how I felt in front of the camera but what I did was this, I read a book every single morning for the next six months. Every single morning I wake up at 4.30, I'll pick up this book, I'll read, and I'll read in front of the camera. Every morning. Sheesh. I didn't post to anybody, I didn't post it to anybody, I was just recording for myself. I just needed to just, me and this little machine that's in front of me, we, right. just, we just need to be comfortable. Right. We just need to be comfortable, <laughs> and I'll just do it over and over. And I realized, huh, at some point I was like, oh, why are you scared? It's just an object. Right. It's just a, a mental piece. Why are you scared? It's because you're thinking of something else. You're thinking of what the next person's going no, to say. Right. Oh, are they going to like my voice? I didn't know. And gradually, I, I had to go away from thinking about myself, from how do you sound? How do you look? How do you do this to, hey, just think about the next person. Think about them. How does what you're sharing actually help them? How does it influence them? And instantly, that just shifted the weight from all about me and all about me, you know. And you, the more you keep doing, I start to realize, okay, cool. Oh, I'm getting more calm. I'm getting more free right. now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can be myself. I can watch old videos of me. My voice didn't even sound like this. <laughs> I sound like a white man. <laughs> now you're just fully immersed in yourself. Yeah, I mean, I'm just myself, man. Sometimes I'm like, sometimes I'm speaking African. You know, sometimes I'm me. You, you. I love me, it. Bro. I love it. Yeah. So here today you have a fully operating gym. Yes. Ilya Khan. Yes. Did I say it correct? Yes, sir. You have a fully operated gym, Ilekon. Yes, sir. How did this come about? Man. That's a great question. This came about so I'm taking a pause because I'm, I'm thinking about, you know, what 
what part of this do I want to share? Because it's different parts. But and there's a whole lot to it. And there's a whole lot to right. it. But I do want to ensure, you know, I'm clear as much as I can to give a good amount of right. detail. Well, let me structure that question a little, okay. a, a little more specific. So, you have a fully operated gym, um, fitness training. Uh, I guess the more specific question would be, uh, when did you transition? I, I, I guess, let me ask this first. When did you transition into having your own gym? Okay. Let me, let, let's start there. Sure, that sounds good. So, transition from me owning my own gym, this started from, so I used to work at a different gym. Right. So, like, I'll start from here. Even before I transitioned into starting my own gym, I finished college studying mechanical engineering. Skip through, you know, I finished engineering, which was- Quick question, does mechanical engineering have anything to do with what you're doing now? No. Keep absolutely. going. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> it, it does actually, a little bit. A little bit. There's, so today I call myself, I'm a body engineer. So engineering gotcha. is what <laughs> We're not doing uh, beams and bridges, but right. we're doing it in the body. Gotcha. Right? So we we engineer people's body. And mind. And mind. So, you know, finished college, May 2020. That was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Shut down. That was really where it was a defining moment for me in my career. So at this point in time, you know, people are losing their jobs, people don't have anything to do, some people are getting jobs. At that time, I didn't have any job. The one thing I knew how to do was to transform people's bodies and mind. And I just went straight into doing that, right? So I transformed so many people's bodies through virtual training from my living room in my, in, at my apartment on campus in Prairie View. So I was over there in Prairie View and I was, I just went crazy, I just went nuts. Right, just going hard, trying back to back, 30 day challenges, extreme challenges, 30 days, and I'm just, everybody's body. Anybody, if you came in my program, you were bound to be transformed. Right. Why, right? just to hit this month to month, you know, and that was the way I, I created a living for myself. By just being extra, providing service, going going hard at it, right? Giving my all, absolute all. This is after you graduated? Yeah, this is right once I graduated. Graduated with your mechanical engineering yes. degree, and you decided to right after grad. Like this don't even make sense to me. Yeah. How do you graduate with a mechanical degree, mechanical engineering degree, yeah. and right after that you decide to start doing training? I would think the normal person would be okay. I'm gonna go find, try to find me a job with my degree. Yes. Yes. So the great. I'm I'm glad you actually asked that. That's that's great. So for me, what happened was this. When I so the thing is for me, I've lived a huge part of my life doing what my family wanted me to do, doing what society said is the route of how you should create your life, how to make money. I've done this. When I graduated, I felt that I paid my, my dues. I felt like I've, I've done it. I've done everything. Paid your dues to who? My family. I paid my dues to society. I've done what y'all want me to do. Y'all want me to go to school? I went to school and I'm done. I'm not doing it no more. I want to go live my life. Because for a huge part of this whole journey, I didn't feel like I was living my life. There were lots of times I was depressed and not happy, you know? And the few times I did things in working with people, in training myself, I felt, I felt one. I felt powerful. 
I felt like I was in my like I was in my element. And I wanted to do more. I wanted to explore more of that. I was curious to find out. And what would happen if I really explored this part myself? So when I graduated, it for me it was more like I paid my dues. I've done I, like my mom. You can't ask me. You, there's nothing you can ask me for. The only thing you can ask me was get a job, but that's my choice. The one thing that I felt obligated to do was to go to school and get the degree. African parents, you must go to school <laughs> and you must be an engineer, lawyer, or a doctor, or be a, an accountant or something. Any high paying job. Any high paying job. And I get the whole idea behind that. But for me, lucky enough for me, my brother and sisters are engineers. So I already seen the life. Life is good. But I didn't feel it was fulfilling. It always felt to me like they just always still had a cap. They were making great money, amount of money, but it still felt to me like there's a cap. And I felt like, you know, they're doing the work, but I was always curious, do they have all the talents and gifts that they're not exploring? And I feel like I had the opportunity and chance being the last child to go explore on and find my own path. So I chose to go the path that's less traveled. I chose to go the path that right then and then I might not get paid anything. I might not get paid much. I might not really, you know, have the car, have the house and have all those things. And I just chose to leave love, but to continuously explore this part of myself. And that was it. That's how it started. So after pandemic, I started to work with, um, with a gym called Amaker's Next Traffic. Truly grateful to this man, DeForest. He was one of the people who brought me into his gym, gave me access to his community, gave me access to, to learn about the business. And the way that I did learn about the business was just seeing what he did and seeing how hard he grinded. You know, a few times he will always share, you know, a lot of things with you, share different knowledge with you, share different ideas with you. And that's kind of how I learned. And from there, I would just go the extra mile. Before work, I will study. I'll learn about myself. I'll read books. I'll write. After work, whenever we get done with work, I'll go do the same thing. I'll read. I'll study. I'll learn. I'll learn about myself. And I'll do it every single day. Back to back. So a lot of times people see in the next, from 2021 to 2022, within a year, I did my own gym. In, in one year? In one year, bro. I finished college May 2020. I started working with him end of End of, uh, end of 2020 and then all of 2020 2021 by the end of 2021 starting 2022 I was already be working on my gym let's talk about this gym because yeah. this is not just no regular gym this is not no I'm gonna just open up a gym yeah. this is a well thought out well planned well designed yeah. clean everything is like precise in here yeah And I'm asking this question because I had someone reach out to me a few days ago. Yeah. And he said, hey, I'm, I, I want to get, he want to open up his own gym as well, right? Okay. And he was like, what advice you got for me? And mm -hmm. I said to him, I said, something my mom told me a long time ago. She was like, allow your clientele to push you into a bigger space. Allow your clientele to push you into yeah. the space you need. Yeah. Did that happen for you? Like, did your clientele force you to say, okay, 
I need to go get my own. I need to a bigger space for me. Yeah. Or was it one of those things where okay, I'm gonna open my gym and I hope clientele come. Yeah. What was it like for you? Great question. So for me, it was more of I was growing so much at the place that I was, and then it got to a point where I wasn't growing as much anymore. I was actually declining. How did you realize that? Self-awareness, self-assessment. And I'll touch on this a little bit. A lot of times people don't really self-assess and they're not self-aware, right? So for me, I'm consistently learning and understanding stuff, right? I'm consistently pushing myself. So it got to a point by there are certain ideas that I wanted to bring to life that I couldn't just bring to life because of the space that I was at. Right. And the environment I was at. They don't support it, they don't think like that. You know, people will are praying, it's just different. So there were just certain ideas and things that I wanted to bring to life that would just it just cannot happen. And if it was to happen, it's not something that's supported. So, you know, you just tend to just not do it. Or you find a different way to do it. But it got to the point by, so at that point, my brother started to work with me. So my brother started to work with me. So he was the one I was able to, you know, really see things from a different perspective. Your brother well. that I met. Yes, my brother that you met. Right. So we're both partners in the business. So he started to work with me because he saw, hey, you know, he saw the things I was doing and how passionate and how aggressive I was. At what part of the business did he start working with you with? Because you, you're working as the trainer. You're working as the coach. What 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 was his title at, at that point? So at that point, he didn't have any title. He was just a brother who was just supporting. Right. He was just saying, "Hey, you know what? I'll, like, I'll support you because I see how dedicated and how passionate and how aggressive you are at doing things." Got you. And I'll come support you because I believe in what you have going on. And also too because, you know, at the time. I would always, he's my older brother. He's a very smart, intelligent young man. So I'd always ask him questions. If I didn't understand some things, ideally I'm one of those who would like to keep to myself, but at times I'll reach out to him like, bro, I need, I need some ideas, I need, I need some help. So, because there was a time whereby the demand of work was just so much, and I was like, man, I need some, I need some extra hand. Like, I'm, do, I'm, move, I'm doing so many different parts of what I was doing at the time that I needed some extra hand. And I'll reach out to him like, hey, can you just help me, you know, Cross check all these clients. Okay, let's check their payments and everything, right? Or, you know, I want to release a program. Ask, what do you think about this program? These are all the things I'm thinking. This is the price ring. Thoughts, right? So he he wasn't actually working full time with me, but it was more like he had input on some of the things that right. I was doing. So that was kind of how both of us really started. So at this point in time, in my journey and phase, we're working over there. You know, I just realized, like, man, there's so much things that I want to bring to life I'm not able to bring to life. There's a different level of experience that I want to give to my clients that I'm not able to give to my clients. And I want to give them this because I felt like I have so much of me. I have so much in who I am made, who I'm created to be, that I couldn't really do it there. And I couldn't give them that experience. And to me, at some point, I just felt like I owed it to them. I owed it to them to to be in a space where everyone can just freely be themselves. Working at another gym, are they your clientele or are they that person's clientele that owns the gym? It's it's both. 
So he had his own clientele. All the trainers, they had their own clientele. I had my own clientele. But sometimes, you know, we would work, we would train some of the other, you know, trainers or the head of the gym's clients as well. Right. So that was kind of how it was. That was how it was. Okay. Right. Um, for the most part, you know, he trained most of his clients, but we also helped him train most of his Got clients you. as well. So. Yeah. And so from there, we, you know, you know, just from observing all these things, you know, you start to get that feeling like, man, I feel it's time. It's time for me to go to one, to go create a space. And for me, man, I've always wanted to create an experience that where people just felt free. That, that, that has just always been very important to me. I've always wanted to be free. Because for the most part of my life, I just felt like I wasn't free. And, and I felt that it's important to be free. So where I was, I didn't feel like I could fully be free and be all of myself, you know? And I, I wanted an environment that, that felt powerful, that's empowering, that when you come into this space, you just feel more powerful. You just feel like you can be, you can do anything you want to do. You know, you can meet people that can truly change your life and people that just truly love and care about you. You know, when you come into the space, there's a spirit, there's an energy that, that, that you feel right. that's transmitted on its own. You know, so I've always imagined, I just always felt like, man, I, I want to be able to create this and it, it wasn't going to happen there. And at some point, you know, you, you can choose to say, hey, this hunch of feeling that I have, am I going to pursue it or... You know, am I just going to choose to just settle for this place I'm just being tolerated, you know? Um, but, you know, I'm glad I made the choice. I'm glad that I was able to come together with my brother. And, and how that came about, too, was, you know, the thing about family is this. And I think this is, I feel this is very important for people to understand is, you know, in everyone's families, Everyone has some form of gift, some form of talent. And a lot of times, those talents and gifts are not maximized. They're not maximized, they're not collaborated, they're not brought together to work as one. Everyone's working all separated. If you look at the Chinese culture, a lot of these people, they work together. The mother is doing this, the father is doing this, the kid is doing this. Everyone is coming together to, to work as one to build something. If you look at Pakistan people, I also believe the Jewish people are also like that as well, right? A lot of these people come together to move this needle of life forward. But one of the things I realized in our culture is we all work separately. We're very separated. And the system is designed for you to be separated. But you have to choose to say, hey, no, we can do it differently. We don't have to be separate. We can come together because we're more powerful together than these by yourself. So with me and my brother, we were like, every single one in our family is doing this, is doing that, is doing that. How can we come together? Put our minds, put our skills, put our gift, put our area of giftedness and put, bring it together and put it to work. At the time, I was the person who seemed like, hey, 
this guy is going to go after this thing regardless. Whether we come together or don't come together, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to make it happen. He's never stopped. He's never stopped. All the time they told him not to, to stop, he never stopped. Right? I was going to do it. With or without you. I'm With or without it. you, I'm doing it. Right. It's going to happen. Bound to happen. Right? So at the time, for my brother, you know, where he too felt like, man, he needs to tap into a different part of himself. Because the thing with entrepreneurship that people don't realize is, and remember, entrepreneurship stretches you in ways that you might never have imagined. But I think for him too, it was like, man, we need to come together and do something. He too felt the desire in himself to like, yo, I want to stretch myself beyond measure. And that was the path I was on, stretch myself beyond measure. And so both of us were able to come together and say, hey, let's, let's create this. Let's bring this to life. So, you know, they can start from just the thought process of thought how, process. how can we come together? And I mean, there's so much that's been created after that. I heard that. So we're here now in the space. Uh, we're in a suite. Yeah. You renting or you own it? Renting. You're renting. Yes. And the reason I ask is because you have everything designed so good in here. Like yeah. you painted the walls and I, what's that? You sprayed the on uh, the roof. Yes, absolutely. And and how how I guess the right way to frame this question would be: uh, Would that would that be a good investment to make in? doing all of those things even though you don't own it because it's like you upgrading someone else's real right. estate that you don't own right that's a great question for right now i own it for right now fair enough it's mine fair enough See, i can't say because i don't own the building Right, because of that, I say I'm not going to build it to its best capacity. I always, we always have this idea of if you make something like this, make it better than you made. Because in five years' time, we'll, we might have to leave here or expand this, which will most likely expand it. But you know, no, most likely. No, Come on, be intentional. No, we will expand it. Say one more time, bro. We will expand. Say it one more time, bro. We will expand it. <laughs> Thank you. The only reason why I said most likely was I know for sure I'm going to expand the brand. My biggest thing is I want to expand. There's like a 10,000 square foot space over there. And I want us to expand over there. But regardless, though, available or not, we're going to expand it. It's going to be done but I want that space and we'll get it. So now to the idea, the whole idea is this, right? We just believe in giving the people the best experience possible, own it or not. For us, in the time frame that we're here, it's ours. Got you. That's it. What, how much square feet is this right now? 5,000 square feet. 5,000 square feet. Approximately. Approximately. Uh, how much it cost to build it out? Great question. So it costs right around, if you think about right around 70 something thousand. 70 something. That include, uh, what all is that? Is that including equipment and everything? No. 
No, that includes like a preliminary. So, so ideally, when we got the space, it didn't look anything like this. Right. Absolutely, it was like an office space. You know, the the ceilings are short. You know, different colors and everything like that. The structure of the gym, of I mean, these walls were blocked. Everything was blocked. So, for us, we had a vision of how we wanted it to look. We had a vision of the image of how we wanted this space to look. And for us, we just wanted to create that. The biggest thing for us was you need to have certain things. Those few things were parking lot, air condition, showers, and then rooms that we can host a class, have a lounge, office. So we had those things, but they were all, it didn't look like it. But again, that was neither you were there. So we had to break things down, renovate and all that good stuff. So the plan, of, the plan that we did was this, instead of, because we, we don't have the 76, $79,000, right? So what we did was we we broke that $79,000. So the, the landlord paid a certain amount. We paid a certain amount of that too. The landlord paid a certain amount? Yes. Certain yes. amount? There's certain amount- To help build it out? To help with renovation. To help renovation. Some of the renovation. They're not responsible for all the renovation, but they're responsible for some of them. Right. So the rest of everything that was left. And that's, and I'm guessing that's something you had to negotiate with him. Like, yes. hey, you're going to take care of this. You're going to take care of that. Yes. Got you. Yeah. So we have to negotiate those things. And then outside of that, what we did was instead of paying the money, we just told him, hey, look, one of the options they give us is we can pay the money or they can help us split it throughout the course of the next five years into our rent. Hmm. For us, that felt like a much better approach. Now, instead of paying the seventy some thousand, yeah. well, whatever, whatever y'all split at, whatever yes. was left over, yeah. instead of paying all of that up front, yes. we will pay it over time over time over the course of our time here right and the only reason, how long did you sign for here five five years five years and so all of the renovations cost the the the, the question i asked was how much was the cost to build out so the build out cost is now included in your rent yes got you so i mean we still pay for the build out to today right you know so ideally our rent was you know right around two thousand but from month to month, it probably increased been like that $200 or $300. Right. So, you know, so your rent continues to increase, but they also, they don't just increase it. They, they make sure they split the money throughout the years to whereby it makes sense. Got you. And we, we're willing to do the odds on that. Got you. Yeah. Um, and then equipment wise, how much, how much more was that? Equipment wise, you're looking right around you can take a good 80, good 100K. Yeah. So you had like 100 and close to 200, like 179, Absolutely. $180,000 yeah. investment. Yeah, I mean, we put our, we put our life on the line. <laughs> we just like, look, and I, I want to advise people to do it. I want to advise people to do what we No, do. I'm not. I'm not. Because you did it as a working for you, so why would you not give someone that advice? Because... I'll, I'll say this because you have to be able to back up whatever you decide to do. You know, not everyone is like me. I will die there, whatever it is I'm doing. I will die there, I will die trying, 
I'll die till I see this thing be successful. Right. That's it. It's either I die or the thing becomes successful. And I'm only not about two to options. Die. Only two options. And I'm not about to die. <laughs> I'm not. So really, it's only one option. It's really only one option. Then yeah, just be successful, because <laughs> Twin <laughs> Prince is not dying. He's gonna be alive. <laughs> That's it. So, and it, it comes with being able to better yourself. You know, being able to aggressively better yourself. Like you know what? We'll put everything on the line. I mean, dude, we've been there's so, so many months, bro. We've been on the red, bro. Been on the red. Like we're trying. We're barely making it. So many months. Tapped into savings, loans, like we we probably in there fighting, fighting every single month. It's a war. And not a lot of people are ready for that. I mean, yes, you guys see the videos, videos was great, you know what I'm saying? You seen the transformation, you seen everything. But what on a more financial standpoint, like you have to be able to take the hits. And not everybody's ready to take the hits and the blows no. and the slam dunks and everything. You know, you can you can work extremely hard, one thousand percent, and the business is like, no, you just, I want more. And you know, you what you saying that you just made me think about this question. In business, is seasons, right? And yeah. in some seasons, like you said, yeah. some months you're in the red, some months you're in the green. Absolutely. In this industry, what like are your peak seasons for you? Like, well, it's in the green, it's flowing. Yeah. Like, what's that for you? Springtime. Flowing. It's great. Everybody wants to be fit. Everybody wants to get their life on track. People want to start the year strong. You know, so springtime, sweet. Summer, sweet. Come fall, winter, oh man. Red ocean. <laughs> red ocean, bro. <laughs> red ocean. <laughs> you know, also uh, my first year, man, red ocean, bro. This was the heart. Like, man, look, I truly, I, and I say this all the time, I believe. From the very point of, part of my heart, I'm a beast. I'm I'm a wild animal. From the I, I just know this, right? And I just truly believe if I work extremely hard at anything, I'll, that thing will be successful, bro. I worked extremely hard. No, it didn't happen, bro. Business humbled me. <laughs> Business would humble you, huh? Business will humble you. Business will show you I don't care how bad as you are. If you don't know certain things, if you're not willing to learn certain things, if you're not willing to think outside of the box, if you're not willing to, you know, think six months ahead, a year ahead, and and like think about what's the worst case scenario. Let me prepare for the worst case scenario, not just the best case scenario. Right. Like business is gonna humble you. I didn't know those things. And it humbled you. Oh, absolutely, bro. I was working extremely hard. Like, bro. Oh man. I mean, late nights, early bro, morning, late night, bro, everything. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, God, me, no breaks. Like, yo, like you know, people are dropping off, people are joining, and people stop. And then you're just like, man, this is—it's painful. It hurts your soul. You know, you have people who are working for you, and maybe you you want them to to perform at a certain level, but. They're not that happy. They're not paid as high as they really want to. Well, the business not making as much money. So you can't pay them as much. Right. So then their motivation and drive is, is not as high, right? And this is why it's very important. You, you need to have certain types of people in business to work with you. And I'm not fully going to touch on that, but why I brought that those things up is because, you know, all of these things play a role in this season. 
And for us, we all were trying. The whole team, the whole team were trying, fighting every month. But it just wasn't happening, bro. But we managed to survive. Survived to the end of last year. And this year, you know, this was my first time as well, you know, brick and mortar, like this is a whole different thing. Doing brick and mortar is a whole different type of entrepreneurship that I think people don't understand. It's different when you're doing entrepreneurship from online, right. when you don't have a, a building. It's very different. And I think a lot of people see us do what we do today and they think it's easy. But ah, there's so much that goes into that thing. You see, I've never done this before in my life. I just believe that I'm able to do it. I, I know why I do it. I, I know that I truly love people. And I see the vision. I know the purpose. I feel it. But just your purpose alone is not it's not going to help you figure it out, you know. So, come end of doing that process in time. Remember when we started this podcast? I shared with you when you start a new level, there's only a certain amount of ammunitions that you have. You see, what got you here is not what's going to get you to the next, next level. level, right? So, when I got to this level, this was the most challenging phase of my time, but I stayed in the fight. This is huge. A lot of people don't stay in the fight. They quit. They don't give their best. Even though it's rough, still give your best. There's no questions asked about giving your best because it's not the best of times. Right. You still give. There's no questions. That's not a question. Either, oh, when it's not going great, you still give your best. What's up, everybody? Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Thank you for watching this episode. But I am so, so, so sorry that this episode got cut short. Um... I had some difficulties this week recording. Well, not this week, but the day that I recorded that video. Well, the day that I recorded this episode, we had some difficulties and I, I'm so sorry. I lost like the other 45 minutes worth of footage. And um, I was like, you know what? I still drop on this video because there's still a lot of value in it. So I truly hope that you guys enjoyed it and um, look forward to the next one. But hey, thank you for stopping by on the Hour Change Podcast. It's great to have you. I'm honored. Thank you for rocking with me. Peace.